Hello, everybody. And what is everybody drinking tonight? Sean? Uh, getting over COVID. So I'm going non-alcoholic. I've got a uh, Brewdog Ghost Walker IPA. Nice. Keys. Uh, well, tonight I have a, a bottle of uh, wine, the Sangre de Toro. And after tonight's uh, race, I uh, uh, entered the uh, HWR. Uh, I need some uh, blood from a bull to uh, to recover. Okay, Chris. Well, before I get into what I'm drinking, I wanted to know how that Barolo was for New Year's Eve, Keys. Uh, a Barolo is always great. Always great. Good. Yeah. Good to hear it. Uh, well, in honor of Sean not drinking, I am double fisting. Uh, I'm going with some, uh, I've got some Weller Antique 107 this week. And from my local uh, Ruler Brewery, I'm going with their Dopur Juicy IPA. Okay, so um, I'll go next. So I have a diversity uh, lager um, now. I don't know if anybody recognizes enough to uh, pick out the city, but anyway, it's got the CN Tower on it. Um, and diversity is misspelled with a, a C for city at the end, just to be just to be clever. Now we have a special guest. James, what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking a, um, a bottle of um, Buenos Vides uh, Malbec. Um, <laughs> relatively <laughs> unexciting and it may not be my first bottle if it wasn't Melbeck I was going to be disappointed James if there were anything <laughs> um, else right it wouldn't be a James Bailey appearance <laughs> and, and, and also I do feel like the need to comment on the fact that um, so here it's like um, what uh, 10.06 at night um, Chris Greenland is sat outside in the middle of winter and it looks quite pleasant it's a bit cloudy, actually. Yeah, it's probably yeah, still about probably <laughs> still about like sixty degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's not it's pleasant for San Diego. <laughs> yeah, this is winter. This is the the brutal winter here. I just find like the whole concept of like being sat outside in the middle of winter. Like here, it's about thirty four degrees and decidedly unpleasant. <laughs> oh, it's unpleasant here too. Relative. <laughs> yeah. I believe I posted a picture of my thermometer today. <laughs> um, I also believe um, I also believe you uh, sent a picture of snow. What was that, James? I, I was going to say uh, uh, I was going to say that you also posted a picture of um, some snow. Oh yeah, but we don't have enough snow. That's that's my complaint. Is we we keep not getting snow, and whoever's ordering the weather needs to be informed about my new fat bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, herd winter racing. So let's start with uh, with our headline here, volcano climb. Now, the, the the key thing about volcano climb that I always forget is it doesn't end at the summit. You come back down. God. This is a lap. This is the lap. So yeah, no, that, that was, uh, well, not a surprise. I looked it up because I've made this mistake before. It now, ends at Utopia Pier. It, it does end at Utopia Pier. Chris, you're right this time. <laughs> Something about a broken clock and a blind squirrel. <laughs> One of those two who, or, or both. We're, we're not sure. Who, who, who's entered this race tonight? Have, has, have any of you guys um, done it already? 
Uh, Keys yeah, did think, it. Yeah, uh, I, I think Chris and I uh, entered the races uh, this evening. Yeah. Sean, I don't know. Was no um, was um, was um, Chris's um, average watts per kilo three point two? It was. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was I was so pleased when I went to Zwift Power and I saw three point two. <laughs> the prophecy has been fulfilled. <laughs> Keith, um, how, how did it go? Was like the flat part relatively steady and then the climb relatively um, disgusting? Uh, uh, well, I wouldn't call it uh, relatively. Uh, and <laughs> it was absolutely disgusting. And, uh, and, and, and tonight, I, tonight I didn't have, have, have the legs. But uh, uh, tonight I really didn't have the mind, uh, the, the, the concentration to, 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 to race at all. Because I was already, uh, I already lost the first group. Uh, when uh, coming out of the tunnel, yep. <laughs> we, we 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 came out of the tunnel. Uh, that's at, uh, that that little climb, and I, I was I was surprised by it. So uh, m my mind wasn't really set to racing tonight, and uh, and and that's the, the the point where where everything went wrong. Um, of course, I was I was I was riding uh, further, and after a while, I thought, well, I better uh, wait for the group uh, behind me. And uh, so I did, and that was uh, pretty okay. Uh, but yeah, that volcano um, climbing isn't uh, isn't my favorite uh, part of a race uh, at all, and uh, and that was uh, only only suffering. So uh, I had to let that group go uh, as well, and uh, so I uh, came in about 59th, I think. I think that's actually a really good point um, that's worth mentioning. That um, whilst majority of the lap before the volcano is actually relatively flat um that there is like that big five percent kicker coming out of the tunnel um where you can easily get caught out so um <laughs> case uh, sorry that that one did catch you out um but um I, I suspect you weren't the only person um and it'll catch out numerous people throughout the weekend before you even get to the volcano um but Let's ask Chris Greenland how his volcano climb was. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. I, I let the front group go early because in my mind, there was no way to stick with them because ultimately I was going to get kicked off the back and then not be able to recover and stick with whoever was coming up behind them. So I pulled the ripcord pretty early um, and just stuck at 4.2 the whole way and found myself in a nice little group of four or five um, to finish off the second half of the climb or the, I guess the final third, right? I break that one into thirds, um, descend with, and then sprint finish. And I finished right in the middle of those five. So 20, 22nd or 23rd overall. <laughs> Sorry for the barking. Um, <laughs> my dogs are in a perpetual disagreement with the next door dogs. Um, yeah, figuring out where, where I was going to stick was key for me. Um, and I think like one of the points you made there was actually quite interesting because um, I, whenever I climb the volcano, I always split that into three sections as well, like the three loops. Um, and, and that's how it like helps me get around. Um, and I think um, one of the other points you've made is like that 
realistically staying with the front group is going to be pretty much impossible given they're probably all going to like average like four five for the, the entire way around like um like I, 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 I can do 40 for 20 minutes um but even if I'm doing like three five four <laughs> <laughs> if, sorry sorry for you uh listeners um chris has now rescued one of the dogs um but, so chris probably did like three to three two for like um the the first half of the race up until the volcano um which is fine um but then you're gonna have like the really strong riders it's probably gonna average about five five maybe higher um, going up the climb and the most I can do up there is about maybe four six four seven um nothing more than that and I'd just be stranded um Craig I, 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 I don't know if your experience has been in any different on that route so I hang on until I can't um that's yeah. <laughs> that, that, that I mean and this is one that kind of gets into the discussion of uh, the bike recommendation for this route too um so, I mean, Zwift Insider has said that for a solo rider, no draft, the fastest arrow, like even before the DT Swiss, which is a much better climbing arrow, but the, the fastest arrow beats the Tron. Now, I don't think that necessarily holds out when you're in a group, but what it says is that the draft is really important. If arrow's that important, the draft is really important. So... To me, it's absolutely worth hanging on to that group until you absolutely can't. Um, it is, it, that's the fastest way up is with somebody faster. That's the only, uh, it, that, that's the thing with the volcano to me is the fastest way up is with somebody faster. So are we, we saying the best bike choice is um, the Tron? I probably Tron, would yeah. go Arrow. It depends. <laughs> hmm. Depends on if you're in a group or not in a group. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you're not in a group and you can hold four up the climb, it's it, the your fat. You know, the the Venge and DT Swiss disc absolutely is faster. If you're in a group, that difference is going to be less on the arrow, but you still have all of the advantage of something lighter. Um, so I, I think I think it is the Tron if you're if you're able to be in a group. Hmm. Um, now the, the difference is that's not the finish, so that's just staying with a group. So uh, yeah, if you can for the finish, it's absolutely arrow. So the only reason to go to Tron is to try to stay with stay onto a group a little bit longer. But, I. Yeah, my my argument is that that first, if you are saving ten watts, five watts over that first half, you can stick in on that climb in that group a little longer. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't I think, think, I think it's uh, I don't think it's very many watts saved between the um, the the Tron and the uh, and the most arrow. I, I mean, so the difference in the flat time is less than the difference on the, the Alp time. Uh, if you look at those two and then, you know, as far as that difference in the flat time, if you look at the climb itself, 
that yeah you, you've got both factors there anyway i think I, I don't i think it's very close between the tron and the and your most arrow um i i don't think there's any argument for going full climbing setup no it's not, uh, definitely not steep enough. Um, I, I, I personally go Tron just because I think the Tron is um, a really good all rounder, and I don't think it's steep enough to um, warrant a um, full arrow or full climbing setup. But um, coming back downhill, maybe full arrow will help. Um, but anyway, Tron's really good if you don't have a Tron. You probably don't have the the Venge and DT Swiss disc either. Um, so the best arrow you've got, I think. Um, if you're really close on two bikes uh, with the Zwift and Cider numbers, the, the better climber of the two, but the best arrow you can get. Keith, what did you ride today? I uh, I, I rode the Tron. What color? Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, the fastest one, the orange one, because I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> But uh, but uh, I, I I hear Craig uh, talking about uh, about uh, about the the uh, the watt uh, and, and and the arrow and and that's all uh, uh, factual. But I, I can guarantee you when you're suffering on the on the climb, you really 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 would have loved a climbing bike at that moment. Mm-hmm. But that's feeling, and that's a whole different a whole different story. Yeah, yeah, in your head, yeah, you you want to yeah. be you want to be dragging less weight uphill. Yep. Yeah. And going back to race one, um, and again, your mileage may vary. We had probably, I think, half of the field. We were like 88, 90 um, that that took the start, and we were probably half the field in the in the front group, and we lost. I think we went from like forty five to thirty five on that tunnel ramp that you had mentioned keys yeah there's there's one more kicker at the end of the s the things that look like the s's but aren't the s's um the the really narrow oh the uh, switchbacks yeah the switchbacks yeah there's one more kicker that um that people had to go at i don't think we lost anybody if we did Mm -hmm. it was just one or two but that's another ramp before you get to the Italian village and the land bridge and the dirty Sapresa reverse. Um, yeah, that, that, that's a decent kicker, actually. Yeah, like um, yeah. After, after you do the switchbacks and you go downhill and then you go, you've got like a three, four percent climb. Yeah. Um, that you're kind of like um, not really happy about. Yeah. And, and the front group took that pretty aggressively on race one. Mm-hmm. So it's something to be mindful of. Yeah. Okay. So, and then I think uh, the, the, the one thing to caveat all of this is um, we're all kind of B to good C riders here or B to C and all those Zwift Insider okay. numbers. I just want to remind people that that's done at, at four watts per kilogram. Up, so... You know the anytime you talk about going uphill, this so the the fewer watts per kilogram you've got, the more it f- actually favors a climbing bike over a uh, over the uh, the arrow. But then you're also going back downhill. So, but that's actually my argument for the arrow bike is that you have an easier time sticking with that group yeah. uh, to get there and. Mm-hmm. 
you're you're gaining a lot of time on the people that don't get there. You know, I, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. If you can stick in the group uh, just a little bit longer, uh, you'll end up with seconds on people. Yeah. Yep. So. I would uh, I would uh, the one 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 more thing I would uh, like to thank Ernst uh, Leckis for uh, saying saying goodbye to me on the chat when I uh, <laughs> when I lost the group <laughs> that was on the volcano climb. <laughs> I, I, I think um, I think um, from a personal note, um, Ernst Leckis is one of the nicest people I've yeah. ever had the pleasure of speaking to, and Ernst, if you're listening to listening to this um i love you to absolute bits and everything you do for the community is fantastic did he did he sweat drop wave at you or no 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 he, he actually actually said uh, bye at first i thought he uh, said bye to the group but he just moved on so uh the only thing i could uh, think of was uh, he was saying bye to me uh, so I, I said bye back. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. what I love. That's what I love about the herd. <laughs> so, James, given given that you are here, I'm going to ask you to tell me what's coming up this week. Uh, this means I'm going to have um, to hide this screen. Today <laughs> uh, is tomorrow, James. <laughs> And now we get to predict what day, what order will the days of the week come in today? Yeah, and funnily enough, I actually predict this might actually happen. So I have, I have actually come prepared, um, ish. Um, so we've got volcano climb today, tomorrow, and Sunday in HWR. Um, We've got Herd of Mountain Goats, our climbing series, which is on um, Saturday and Sunday, and also a little bit of Monday. Um, actually, there's no Saturday, it's just Sunday and Monday. Um, we have a single lap up Road Sky, um, and then we move to the Stampede, which is going to royally break my legs, um, which is Sunday and Monday. It's 16.1k or 10 miles of the London Classic route, um, starting with everyone's favourite lead-in, um, which is not my favourite. Before we move on to the Bullseye Points race on Wednesday and Thursday, which will be five laps of the Fan Flats. And in terms of women's racing, um, the series has sadly ended. Um, but we still have uh, one more round of the women's time trial series, which will be on Saturday and Sunday. And that will be um, 10.85 kilometers up the Innsbruck UCI route, which will end on the um, forward KOM banner. There it is. The end. That is a sick, sick thing to do on a time trial, James. Uh, well, to be fair, um, I. I always said, like, um, for that um, series, um, it would start and end with a climb um, with 10-mile TTs in between. So, basically, um, race one and race eight were going to be um, hill climbs, and two to seven were going to be, like, fairly standard, like, 10-mile uh, TTs. Just wondering facts you're getting from the London Tourism District and the Innsbruck Tourism Department just consistently including these routes every week. I, I'll get paid heavily. Okay. 
generally in um, quantities of uh, zero pounds. So I've got to say, I I do absolutely love the fan flats for uh, for Bullseye. Um, I, I think that is one of the. Oh best. God, it's so dull. <laughs> um, so the course is dull, but I I've never done a Bullseye race on the course that was dull because the course is dull, but the just the spacing and like the spacing of the, the the distance of each lap and the way it works, I've found that you get really good races on that. Hmm. So it just, I've always had really interesting races with, you know, that kind of competition between the, the TT type guys that are trying banner attacks and the guys who are sprinting and, and so on and so forth. So yeah, I, I found that's, I, I've, I've all, every time I've done a bullseye on that course, it's been a really fun race, I guess is what I'm saying. Not me. Oh, maybe one of the early races for me after I moved up to B and I was soon dispatched out of the back of the B group. And I ended up doing a bullseye with the C, with the C group um, as a B. Um, so I secured, I don't know, 22nd, 20, whatever last place was. That's what I got. Um, but they killed me on that course. I, I really like the bullseye concept. Um, and I get a little bit upset that the numbers aren't what I'd like them to be. Um, however, having said that, um, the numbers in the third race, so essentially um, Eastern America, um, have been absolutely phenomenal for the last few weeks. Um, regardless of the course, um, and I expect that to continue this week. Um, obviously, we've got um, ZRL starting up shortly, so that's probably going to like nuke um, most of the Wednesday races, um, but potentially not race three and four. Um, but I, I, I really like the bullseye concept that um, there's a sprint every single lap, um, and I think it's great. Um, I think it's terrible for me because I have awful recovery from doing basically threshold into sprints, into threshold, back into sprints again. Um, but no, um, but, but Bullseye is one of my favorite concepts and I've always been really, really sad that it hasn't blossomed as much as I'd like it to have done. You think it would do better on obviously ZRL starting up Tuesday, TTT Thursday? Do you think it would do better on a different day? Because I love it as well. I just oh god, I, yeah. Um, like um, if if I put bullseye over weekend, it would do really really well. Right. Um, yeah. But um, I have a very successful race series in HWR, which will morph into HSRL. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to detract from that. Um, right. So, which series do you cannibalize, right, in order to yeah. gain traction for that? And it's it's a tough answer. Yeah, basically. Um, and so, um, Bullseye's always been on a Wednesday, and will always be on a Wednesday. And popularity will potentially grow through word of mouth and longevity, um, but. It, I, th I think um, 
in the last six months, it's grown more than it has done in the like in, in the last previous um, year or so. So, especially um, on the the third and fourth races, um, but not so much on the um, core European times. How about hear me out on this? How about if we keep it the same day and time, but instead of first across the line, it's who can get the highest place, but only at three point two watts per kilogram. <laughs> yeah yeah i'll definitely do that chris like recovery full guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds like a really great new concept <laughs> okay so i i think uh that wraps that up so i think uh our uh our next thing is swift racing league and that's where um it looks like we have 61 teams for uh... you, do, you do have 61 teams because I had a meeting with um, WTRL earlier on today and they, they were talking about their uh, 2150 teams and I went oh by the way we've got 61 teams and 21 of them are female um, PS were amazing <laughs> yeah no and it's uh, yes 61 teams that's a lot of teams and uh yeah, great job on all the captains, all everybody that's uh, th- that's helped uh, get get all the teams together. Claire's Claire does a great job with the women. She's always way ahead of me in getting teams set up. Um, but uh, yeah, we came right down to the wire, and uh, we we've got teams too. So anyway, we can we that. can we just take a moment to say an enormous thank you to a Claire and, and B Craig. Um, and for the record, like um, six months ago, Craig said to me, I'm never, ever, ever going to manage ZRL again. Um, <laughs> so I, I managed ZRL for the last series because Craig, <laughs> Craig would rather stab his eyes out with a rusty spoon. Um, and so I, <laughs> I, I then foolishly um, found full-time employment. Um, but Craig has now... Um, looked after the biggest ZRL season we've ever had. Um, so I think last time around we had 56 teams. This time around we've got 50, uh, sorry, 61. Um, women's teams grown from like 16 to 21. Um, that's that's phenomenal. Um, and a massive advert to Herd's um, uh, women's racing. Um, but I, I really, really, really want to say... Uh, a massive thank you to both Claire and Craig because their their commitments are phenomenal, and the amount of work that Craig has put into that goddamn spreadsheet, um, which he probably probably ought to like throw into like the the five depths of hell, um, are enormous. Um, so Craig, from me, um, massive thank you. You've done such a good job, and Claire has done exactly the same. So th- thanks a lot. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I'm I'm kind of back in that same place. I'm never doing this again. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, if anybody else wants to do this, uh, let me know, and I'll uh, I'll try to give you a, a nice good transition. But uh, yeah, no, I'm. It's uh, I, I think it, it's just a little bit too much. So yeah, I, I need to. Maybe we can break it up a little bit or, or figure out how we're going to do that. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I'm not going to do this one again. Volunteers are welcome, but unpaid. Very, very unpaid. 
So <laughs> now we're up down to the uh, the last bit, the around the horn. So I guess I don't have a theme this week. Um, so free form, whatever you want to, uh, whatever you want to talk about. So Chris, let's let you go first. Yeah, well, I'll probably take everybody's here. We got ZRL kicking off, so I'm excited for the new season. Um, I am with the Stampeding Shetlands to start off this year. Uh, I'm just really excited to not get my ass kicked in D1, first of all, um, and have fun with uh, with a new group of teammates. So, very excited. Have you, have, have you managed to avoid B1 this year? Uh, yeah, I don't think we had the numbers to get to, to reignite the blazing bidets in D1. Uh, we had different time zone issues. Hmm. I think we had three bodies in the in the whatever that first time zone was was hmm. in the A's. Um, so might yeah, be a bit might be a, a bit more fun for you then. Yeah, I think the but bidets the same have gone from uh, blazing to burning. <laughs> yeah, it's the same amount of fun. Um, these are all just digital trophies and digital numbers that we're chasing. So uh, yeah, they they are, um, but. Like racing in B one compared to like the the the, uh, the one time I I I um lent myself to um a team in B four. My time in B four was much more enjoyable than my team my my time in B one. So keys, you're up. Uh, well, uh, there are a, 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 a few things that are in uh, on my mind at the moment. Um, uh, one of that is uh, um, like um, what is uh, what, what, what on what platform uh, you're running Swift. And uh, I bought myself um, a dedicated uh, computer secondhand, and the the change that I have in in in, in uh, graphics. Uh, compared to my laptop, that's 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 enormous, enormous. Um, the, 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 it's a pity that uh, it won't let you uh, uh, ride the bike uh, faster, but the, <laughs> the sides are, are are much 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 greater. So I'm I'm really uh, really glad I uh, I invested in uh, in a dedicated computer. The other thing <laughs> is the Preparation, preparation uh, of a race, and um, I must say I'm uh, taking preparation for a race very serious. And um, I thought I was the only one, but uh, a friend of mine uh, joined uh, Swift uh, a few weeks ago, and and he is absolutely taking it as serious as I do in uh, uh, terms of uh, preparation of a race. So I was uh, very um um uh interested in 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 how you guys uh take your preparation for the race seriously i think i think probably um all of us take it fairly seriously i my, my i i i have i i i i will always do a 30 minute warm up around about 2 to 2.5 watts per kilo um before every single race um so i'll almost always do like probably 15 to 20 kilometers. Um, I I don't necessarily think that's the right thing to do, um, but I'll just generally um, do 
two to two point five for um half an hour before every race. So um if we're talking about you know the, the most serious races, so the Zwift Racing League. Um so I set my I set my uh, my my alarm clock uh 32 minutes before the uh the race. So that wakes me up. I, I stumble downstairs, turn on the computer, uh try to get logged in 30 minutes beforehand, then go get dressed, uh, have a little breakfast, get my and then usually I'm on the on the bike four or five minutes before the before it starts. Turn the pedals a couple of times, and I'm good to go. Uh, regular listeners, this is not a good warm up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different story. <laughs> um, Do you eat that quickly before being on the bike. Like if I eat within an hour, I throw up. No, I, I don't actually eat. I, okay. I, I I might grab a soda cracker, but uh, it's. Uh, no, no, it's mostly just mix some Gatorade and grab some water bottles. I don't do any of this the night before. I, I this is, I'm not a, recommending this. It's just what I do. <laughs> uh, that, that's mainly because it's like five o'clock in your morning. Um, Chris, Sean, um, what are your um, warm up practices? Oh no! I, uh, Sorry, was that you asking me? Eva, oh, go. go ahead, Sean. So I get on about 20 minutes, 25 minutes beforehand, and I have a, a warm up, a, a warm up uh, workout that I've built that, that gradually raises intensities and has me ending at VO2 max about five to eight minutes beforehand, get, get into the pin and spin it out until it's time to go. I think my, my concern has always been that um, if I do VO2 max intervals during my workout, at my warm-up even, um, that that will affect my ability to push hard during the race. Um, so I, 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 I basically look at it like um, I have a 100-litre like, bottle of my ability and i don't want to like drain that ability pre-race if that makes uh, any sense at all it makes some sense but the but the science doesn't back you up <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yep so, so the other thing james is i i think um some of its mindset for you um where hmm. i think you you have a tendency where uh, you'll 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 go really hard once and then you've already hurt and then you you, you don't want to hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> um, you haven't seen my time trial races. Yeah. Oh no, I have. But just that's where there's there's that difference between FTP and way above FTP. So when I when I talk about uh, doing VO two max during the warm up, I'm I'm talking about like a minute or two. Yeah. to wake the legs up and really get the blood flowing mm-hmm. down there. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really need uh, to, uh, to go uh, above FTP just in order to, uh, to be able to, uh, uh, to get through the start because uh, the start is always about uh, two times FTP for me, uh, especially in the HWR. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we uh, when we uh, go off on uh, 500 watts <laughs> so I, I really have to uh, to 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 do a little bit, bit of practice yeah 
I think um, realistically, the, the only races I'm doing at the moment are the, the Stampede on a Sunday or Monday. Um, and that's generally a case of um, me holding like FDP plus 10 or 20 for the entire thing. And it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> not fun at all. You're going to be an A plus if you don't be careful, James. <laughs> I, I, I think I think realistically, the chances of that happening are around about um, 0.0 to zero. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> yeah, no, no chance. Okay, so after that, I, I've lost track of who's gone. I I, I think Sean, you haven't done anything for uh, around the horn here, have you? Yeah, Sean, you've done nothing. <laughs> uh, and. Honestly, that's uh, been the case for the last three weeks or so. Uh, I took a vacation and then got COVID and have been off the bike for now two and a half weeks uh, entirely. And it's going to be another couple few days. Um, but my, my thing I'm excited about is just getting back on the bike and hoping that I'm not, uh, you know, a hundred watt FTP guy again. <laughs> Yeah. And that's going to be like a question of when, not if, for all of us, right? So um, how's the experience been? Are you ready to get back? How are the legs? What's the fitness um, in, in your mind? Yeah, so uh, I don't know that the legs are going to be the issue. Uh, but it was, it was like a bad cold. Um, but, you know, thanks, thanks vaccines. Um, uh, but the, uh, yeah, I've had some lung crud for, and some symptoms for like 10 days. Uh, so yeah, hoping that it's not too bad. I think, um, realistically, um, you'll probably lose a tiny bit, but you'll find it quite easy to get it back as well. Yeah. I'm that's, that's the expectation. The nice thing is that Ernst will just say bye to you. As he did, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. James. Oh, <laughs> you put me on the spot right now. Um, what are my things? Um, I genuinely don't think I have any, um, but I'm really excited by the fact that um, we're going to be putting out um, auto-categorization stuff from the 21st of February, um, which which is a massive thing for the whole like racing community. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's all I have really. That's plenty. That is. And, and James, you actually, uh, yeah, that's, so you gave us a little more detail. I, I'd seen rumors of it. I hadn't been able to dig into the, the Zwift forum. Um, I, I really think for, for all the things that uh, we've all complained about, about categorization, the, the absolute biggest one is forcing people into their, the right categories to make ra racing better for, well, everybody that isn't an A anyway. So, yeah. So um, we're going to be doing um, test races from the 21st of Feb. Um, and that will allow us to further customize the measures we have in place. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to like roll that out to the community before too long. Okay, good stuff. Well, I think that wraps it up. So thanks everybody and good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.